Today we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, also known as Easter Sunday. It is a glorious day that reminds us of the events that took place 2,000 years ago in Jerusalem. This day we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And this leads us to share this message of finding hope in Jesus on Cell Life Church Live. Welcome to Cell Life Church Live. Thank you for joining us as we share an inspirational message that is relevant to life today. Hello. Hi. He is risen. He is risen indeed. <laughs> this is the traditional greeting for Resurrection Sunday for centuries. Yes. Yeah. Today is all about celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ who lives at the right hand of God, waiting to call us home and interceding for us every moment until then. Yes. Before we get into anything else, we want to give you a moment to prepare, if you haven't already, for communion at the end of our webcast today. Now, you don't need anything special or fancy, just a small piece of bread or cracker or piece of tortilla <laughs> um, and a bit of juice or wine or anything else you might have. You know, when I was stationed on a submarine in the U.S. Navy, we would use fruit punch for communion and saltine crackers each week. So anything you have works perfect. You can pause the video and get those items now, or you can pause it later just before we celebrate communion and get your items ready. In either case, we'll celebrate communion in about 12 minutes or so at the end of the video. Yes. The one announcement that we do have today is a proud one. Yes, it is. We earned the gold, the GuideStar Gold Seal of Financial Transparency for nonprofit organizations again this year. Yay! This <laughs> makes our financial information available to the public and allows us to receive donations from larger companies and allows us to fundraise on social media like Facebook. That's right. Enough of that. Yes. It is Easter <laughs> it and is the Easter. world needs the hope yes. that can be found in Jesus and his resurrection. Amen. Amen. Well, today we celebrate Resurrection Sunday. Like I said, it's also known as Easter Sunday. And it is a glorious day that reminds us of those events that took place 2,000 years ago. Uh, Today is about the resurrection. Friday was Good Friday. It was about the crucifixion. Today is about the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. And this leads us to share this message. And we're talking about finding hope in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So we're going to look at the events of the day and the seemingly hopeless situation the followers of Jesus found themselves in. We will compare their hopelessness to the hopelessness of the world today. And after that, we will share the hope that they found in Jesus and his resurrection. That same hope is what we can have today. Yes. Looking around the world today, we do see a lot of hopelessness in people's eyes yes. everywhere. The current global pandemic regarding COVID-19 or the coronavirus that has us all sheltering in place in our homes mm -hmm. or the rapid spread of the virus is enough by itself to zap many people's hope. Yes. The persecutions and dire preventative measures being prescribed by experts and governments can bring real fear to people and remove hope. Yeah. This is not the only thing that can take away our hope though. That's right. There's lots of things. Some are receiving a cancer diagnosis for the first time and some are receiving that for the second, third, or even the fourth time. Yeah. They thought that maybe they'd beaten cancer, but here it is back again. Yeah. 
there are also people around the world that are starving because there's simply no food or clean water. Mm -hmm. They are watching their children die of starvation or from diseases carried in dirty, contaminated water. Yeah. Of course, we cannot forget the wars and the persecution that is happening around the world. There's so much bloodshed and lack of peace and goodwill everywhere, it seems. Any of these things can cause anyone to feel hopeless and not know where to turn. Mm -hmm. It is so easy to lose our hope. The disciples, Jesus' own followers, also lost hope almost immediately after his crucifixion on that Roman cross 2,000 years ago. Let's read Luke chapter 24, verses 13 through 21. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. The disciples didn't know what was going to happen to them after Jesus was crucified. Mm -hmm. They scattered once he died on the cross. Some even scattered before he was nailed to the cross. They left when he was arrested. Their focus was shifted from Jesus to themselves and their own situation. They dwelt on their own predicament and loss, and this is what drowned out the hope from their life. Many return to their old self and their old life. And we can read later on that Peter had returned to fishing. Uh, These two here that we're just reading about were traveling back away from Jerusalem, lamenting their situation and not knowing what to do next. Right. Kind of that hopelessness. Yeah. Where did the disciples find hope again? The resurrection happened. The women find the empty tomb when they went to anoint Jesus's body with perfume and oil. Mm -hmm. The angels there said, why do you look for the living among the dead? Let's read Luke chapter 24 verses one through nine. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? Love that line. (laughs) He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. Mm. Oh, what a passage. The angels had encouraged yes. them. They reminded them of what Jesus had told mm-hmm. them. This got them out of the thinking about what had happened and looking back toward Jesus and what he had taught them. 
they received some hope. Yes. They went to share this with the others who were gathered to give them that same hope. But it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and this is an important point. You cannot force hope onto someone. That's right. They must be willing to have hope. That's right. If you are not searching for hope, you will not find it. Mm -hmm. If you only look at past failures, current situations, and unfortunate circumstances, you will not find hope. Hope's not found there. Right. <laughs> Let's read Luke chapter 24, verses 11 and 12. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Mm. The disciples and the others had set aside what Jesus had told them and taught them. Mm -hmm. They took their focus off of Jesus and centered it directly onto themselves <laughs> and their situation. Yep. I'm sure that many of them were asking, am I the next to be crucified? Yeah. But something in Peter caused him to get up and run to that tomb to see for himself. Mm -hmm. He must still have had just a little glimmer of hope. Mm -hmm. we saw, he saw the empty tomb for himself and wa wandered away wondering to himself what had happened. Mm -hmm. At least he was thinking about more than the death of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, now we return back to the two disciples who are walking on the road to Emmaus. Now, remember, Jesus was walking with them, but his identity was concealed from them. And when they reach Emmaus, they invited him in for a meal and to rest for the night because it was late. It was then they realized who had been walking and talking with them all afternoon. Let's read Luke chapter 24, verses 28 through 35. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And when he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Hmm. They now understood the miracle that took place. Yeah. Jesus reminded them of who he was and is. Now, if you read the entire text of their walk with him, you will read how Jesus taught them from the beginning all the way through the prophets and reminded them of what he was going to have to endure all for their benefit mm -hmm. and ours. They now understand Jesus's teachings up to this point. They now have a deeper understanding of Jesus's life, ministry, and mission. They also now know what they must do. They must go tell the others. They must share their newfound hope. Yeah. The hope that Jesus had always taught them about was now possible again. It was even more than possible. They now knew they could always have hope because Jesus had beaten death, hell, and the grave. Amen. He rose victorious. Yes. He is their Messiah and Lord, not just a prophet. 
Their problem was in their personal thinking and what they thought the Messiah's coming would look like and what he would do. God's plan was different. Yeah. You can continue reading and you will see that thousands witnessed Jesus after his resurrection. Mm -hmm. He continued to perform miracles and teach the ways of the kingdom of heaven. He then ascended to heaven to be at the right hand of God until it was time to come and call us all to meet him in the sky. Mm -hmm. Now we find hope in Jesus. He is the source of all our hope. There is no other name in heaven and on earth that has the power to save us from our sin and return us to a right relationship with God. Mm-hmm. He is the only way. His is the only plan for the redemption of mankind from sin. Are you searching for hope this Easter? Look to Jesus. Yes. Have you lost your hope and given up on Jesus because of something that has happened at the hand of someone in the church maybe? Look to Jesus. Have you never had lasting hope? You need mm-hmm. Jesus. We receive lasting hope by putting our focus on Jesus. We keep our hope by staying focused on Jesus and making him our personal Lord and Savior. Yes. Maybe today you're asking, well, how do I make Jesus my personal Lord and Savior? It is not enough to believe Jesus existed. Mm -hmm. It is not enough to believe Jesus was raised from the dead and is in heaven with God waiting to return. That's right. Satan, the devil even knows and believes that. That's right. Knowledge and belief simply are just not enough. That's right. We must accept his sacrifice as sufficient to pay for all of our sins once and for all. And we must make him Lord of our life as well. Yes. To do that, we just ask him. That's right. Bow your heart and submit your will to Jesus. Yes. Ask him to receive you. Mm -hmm. Ask him to be the Lord of your life. Mm -hmm. Allow him to direct your path. Listen for his voice. Let's read this last piece of scripture found in John chapter 10, verses 24 through 30. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I tell you, but I did tell you, but you do not believe the works I do in my father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. And I and the father are one. Mm, Amen. We encourage you to pray and ask Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. Yes. If you pray that and make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, congratulations. Welcome to the family of God. Yeah. The next step is to tell somebody. That's right. (laughs) And let us know also. Yeah, please. We have a link at the top of our website that says, I said yes to Jesus. Yeah. Go there and let us know who you are and Mm -hmm. where you're from. Mm -hmm. We would love to celebrate with you and get to know you. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. Now, we stand on Jesus' promise to return as our ultimate hope. Let's move on to communion now. Communion is the celebration of Jesus' last supper with the disciples, the night he was arrested and sent to the cross. 
This is when Jesus implemented communion and what we will do today. Let me read to you what Paul shares with us in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 26. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Today, we will pray over the elements that we have assembled, and then we will partake together. So let's gather those elements together. And we have our elements here. We have our bread, and we have our communion juice. And I see I'm holding something, so I'm going to let you take your piece of bread. Okay. And then I'm going to set this down and take mine. So let's, let's pray over the elements. Lord Jesus, we thank you for giving us communion. We thank you for the sacrifice that you made on that cross 2,000 years ago. We proclaim your death, but we also celebrate your resurrection. We thank you for providing that final payment for all our sin. And so, Lord, we pray that as we take this bread and drink what's in the cup, that you would bless it, it would, you would bless it to our bodies, and that we would always keep our focus on you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord. Amen. Amen. So now that we have blessed the elements, let's all eat the bread, which reminds us of Jesus's body, which was broken for you and me. And let's drink our juice or wine, which represents the blood that was poured out of Jesus's body to cleanse us from our sins. That, my friends, is celebrating communion at home, in a small group, or wherever you find yourself. If you'd like to know more about communion and celebrating it at home, we have a blog on that very thing on our website. Thank you so much for joining us today and celebrating Resurrection Sunday with yes. us. And remember that our hope is always found yes, in Jesus. Is. If you have questions about this or any of our other videos, please contact us using one of the methods during the closing of the video in just a moment. Yes. Until next time, <laughs> be encouraged in Jesus' yes. name. Bye-bye. <laughs>Thank you for joining Cell Life Church Live. We hope you've been encouraged. If this message touched you in some special way and you would like to contact us, you may do so on our Facebook page, website, this YouTube channel, or email. We enjoy hearing how these messages impact your life. Would you consider supporting Cell Life Church financially? Contributions can be made online and are tax deductible in the United States. Details for giving can be found on our website at www.celllifechurch.tv. 